Hey guys, it's Lauren Yates here, celebrity interviewer, entertainment reporter, and the host of this podcast, Rave It Up, celebrity news, reviews, and interviews. If this is the first time you're listening, go check out our show's trailer on Apple Podcasts or Spotify to learn more about us. And make sure to follow us on social media to tell us what else you would like to hear from this podcast. We are under Rave It Up TV on Instagram, Rave It Up Show on Facebook, and our website is raveituptv.com. So today's interview is with Canadian actor Gabriel Hogan, who plays Peter Morris in the TV show Heartland. He's also in Dacoma PD, Prince of Peoria, and a lot of Hallmark movies. So we have a talk about all of those projects, especially Heartland. So we have a talk about how he came across the show, about his audition process, about working with Michelle Morgan. And then we also go back to the beginning of his career. If you don't know, both his parents are actors as well. So we have a talk about whether it was just inevitable that he got into this career. What did he want to go down another path as well? He also loved sports. So we'll find out today. There's so much to cover. So let's get into it now. Before we get into today's interview, we would like to give a shout out to our new Patreons, Irene and Bev. If you would like to support us too and receive free and behind the scenes stuff for as little as $4 a month, go check us out on Patreon, patreon.com forward slash rave it up. Now let's get into the interview. Three, two, one. Let's do this. Rave it up. Hey guys, it's RJ May from Breaking Bad. Adam Savani from Step Up. It's Keegan Allen from Pretty Little Irish. Hi, this is Arthur Butcher. It's Cosentino. It's Rob Mills. Todd McKenney with Lauren Yates on Rave It Up. Raving it up. Rave it I'm up. having fun. Hashtag Lauren, rave it up. Yes. <laughs> sorry. Thank you, I like that effect. <laughs> We're raving it up. Gabriel, welcome to Rave It Up. It is a pleasure to have you on the show. How are you going today? I'm all right. I'm all right. Happy to be here. Thanks. Oh, glad you could fit this into your busy schedule. <laughs> no problem. I've got to say, it's great to finally have you on because I don't know if you know this already, but most of your Heartland co-stars have been on the show before, except for Alicia Newton. So it's about time okay. we have you on too, right? <laughs> wow. I'm going to go out and limb the, on a limb though and say you didn't get Chris Potter, did you? Yes, I did actually. Did you really? Yeah, we were chatting for like an wow. hour, I believe. I don't know why I'm surprised by I don't know. I'm not surprised by that. He's a great guy. I'm <laughs> he was a bit harder to get, but I eventually got him. He was one of the most recent ones. <laughs> Amazing. Yeah. It's very cool. And we've had uh, Graham Wardle on twice, so that's how much he loved it. <laughs> okay. Well, he talks a lot now. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. There's heaps to talk about after he left the show, so but since this is your first time on the show, we'd love to get to know you a little bit better and start from the beginning, if that's okay, to get a good idea of how you've made it to where you are today. So your parents and your sister are also actors. So I'm guessing it was kind of inevitable that you got into it too. Did they push you into it at all? Or was it really all that you ever knew because you grew up around it? Yeah, the latter, uh, I would say is true. Um, you know, I grew up in, you know, the green room of theater, really. Um, you know, my parents went on to, you know, they, they did both, um, film and television careers as well, but, but it was mostly theater when I was a kid. Um, so yeah, it was an, a natural progression if that can be, if you can say that, but, yeah. uh, I, you know, I wasn't a child actor. I think, you know, I had to, I made the decision myself probably, I think, my first professional job was probably, well, my first job in uh, the theater was, I was probably 18, 19, maybe. 
And um, yeah, yeah, I started around then. Um, and, uh, you know, obviously um, I've been to my parents for advice and watched their careers and then all that sort of stuff. But uh, um, so, yeah, as much as I guess, you know, I, but that is very true, right? I mean, I suppose if you're, you know, if your parents run a, you know, a auto shop, it's natural that you would uh, fix cars, maybe. Yeah, or <laughs> be intrigued know. by it at least. <laughs> right, right. So were there any other careers that you personally wanted to pursue? Because I did read as well when I was doing my research on you that you loved playing sports. You're a really good hockey player. So do you ever want to go yeah. down that path as a career? Uh, absolutely. I think, you know, like uh, a million other kids, for sure. Um, grew up playing hockey, loved it. Um, and uh, I don't think I had dreams of playing pro hockey. I think by the time I was... You, know, you get into your later teen years and it becomes very serious and you make a decision, you know, the practices get earlier. It's more of a commitment and all that sort of stuff. So that kind of fell away. Um, but uh, I mean, I probably could have, I probably still could, you know, I, I, you know, try out for the NHL or something. No, just kidding. I guess there's always that fear as well when you're a sportsman that if you get a bad injury, you know, it's pretty much over after that where acting you could do, all the way up until you're dead if you want to. <laughs> right, yeah. I mean, we have stunt people for that, right? Exactly. <laughs> they, they can get injured. <laughs> That's what they signed up for. And right. I was really happy to read that you are a classically trained actor, so you don't hear about that much these days. You began your career on live on stage in theatre, just like your parents. Mm. But around mm. 1997, you shifted your focus onto wanting to do TV and film. What made you want to make that change? Was it always a dream and you just were just doing the hard yards first and getting the practice? Uh, money. No, I'm just kidding. Um, <laughs> always comes down to that. <laughs> right? And interview over. Uh, that's it. That's the story. Um, no, I think, um, you know, it's really what's presented to you, uh, you know, especially as a young actor at any certain time, film and television came along and, and um, uh, you know, I jumped at the chance. It's tough because you get uh, wrapped up in, in, in one of them. And then, uh, uh, you know, theater is such a big commitment. You know, you rehearse for so long and you do the play. And, you know, as I was, when I was coming up, then a lot of times you'd have to tour the show too. So you do it somewhere and then you're going to do it somewhere else. So that's another. And, uh, um, and if you don't like the show or something, it can be <laughs> it's a bit of a... Uh, it can be a drag, but um, uh, yeah, I didn't really look at them, you know, differently um, when I was, when I was starting out. I think I just, you know, I, I had some lovely on and I haven't really stopped since, you know. Mm -hmm. Plus I'm guessing with, you know, being live on stage, you got to do the same thing over and over and over again as well, where TV, especially with TV shows, you get to do something new every single time you do an episode. You get to memorize sure. whole whole new script for yourself, which is, I guess keeps right. exciting. Yeah, 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 absolutely. I mean, there's and obviously being in front of a live audience is amazing too, and it's got its own uh, uh, merits. And then you know, yeah, they're they're both uh, similar, and I love them both very much. I, I haven't I don't I haven't done a play in years though. Yeah, that film and do they keep you know they, they keep bringing me back in? For heaps of TV shows, I can see why. <laughs> <laughs> 
And in the year 2000, you were the voice of Dylan Morton in a video game called Dino Crisis 2. And the reason I wanted to bring this up is because I find it really interesting with doing voices for either video games or just cartoons. How was that experience for you? Is that like an entirely different type of acting? Because you don't have anybody in front of you to act off. Yeah, sure. Well, video games specifically, I haven't done a ton of them, but that it is, it's a lot of repetition and it's, it's, you know, uh, the emoting's different. Obviously it's all voice and, you know, they capture your face, they do some motion stuff, but um, uh, <laughs> we were just goofing on it last night, actually. Um, uh, the efforts, you know, like you'll, you'll have like slow death, long death, very long death, or like getting shot or something. And we're joking around that there would be people that, you know, uh, are expert at, at efforts because you literally are doing like, uh, 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 or <laughs> it seems so silly, but you'll spend a whole day doing that. Right. And you kind of lose your mind. You're like, what are we even doing? What, what's happening right now? And they just piece it all together and make it, make it what it is. I think that game was, was translated from, from, uh, from Japanese too. Um, and they were brilliant. It was great and everything else too, but there was, uh, um, uh, we had to fix a lot of the, uh, um, you know, grammar and sort of, uh, intent <laughs> with some stuff too, but I had a great time, uh, doing that. And it's funny that people will bring it up once in a while. That's, uh, uh, and of course a massive, massive industry. Mm. Well, I like to I'd bring like you down memory more. lane, you know? <laughs> <laughs> So you have been in films since 1988. So how have you kind of kept up with the never ending competition of the industry as you've been getting older and even what changes can you share with us that you've seen since the eighties? Shit, 88. Uh, hmm. I really did my research. Well, <laughs> I know. I'm wondering what would that even have been? 88. Oh, I guess I did a film. Yeah. So those two, that would have been, a show my mom was on, Night Heat, and I did a film, Blue City Slammers, probably was a feature. And then, and then I didn't act until I was an older teenager. So yes. that's, yeah, I did. I totally forgot about that. So yeah, wow, since they did. You're welcome. Um, I'm 69 years old. No. Uh, <laughs> you look um, great. What's your secret? <laughs> right. I'll never tell. Uh, I don't know what's what's changed. I mean, right now, the past 10 years have been nuts, right? Because with streaming and, and everything else and the platforms, um, it's, uh, and even right now, even this past year, things have changed so much. I think there's more content out there. There's more opportunity probably for actors um, to be candid about it. We don't generally make as much as we did back in the days when there was, you know, it was, basic, you know, standard television, there was the big networks. And if you got on one of those shows, you know, residuals, all that sort of stuff. Um, and uh, I think not shooting on film anymore too. I'm, I, I am actually old enough. And I do remember when we shot even television shows on film where you have, uh, you know, time is money and you have this much amount of time. So when they roll the camera, all those moments are, are precious and mean something, right? And now, you never shoot on film unless you're Christopher Nolan or something like that. Right. So th there's, you know, a lot of just rolling, keep rolling and you can run into it again or take it again, which is, which is great. I do a lot of comedy too. And it, it's great for comedy because you can keep it open, try new things and, you know, and, and not feel that, that pressure, but there is um, something to be said about the immediacy and the, um, 
that uh, that magic when they say action when it was filmed when you could hear it rolling through the the school and 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 you know you had to be there and be be uh, you know be ready. Mm. Yeah, definitely. It's so true, though, because if you got comedies, some of the best gold that you get is when you don't even feel like you're filming anymore. <laughs> and stuff that's off. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, yeah exactly. for sure. For sure. Well, I yeah. recently had yeah. a really big laugh watching you as Jusup in Prince of Peoria on Netflix. It's here in <laughs> Australia now. Loved it. Amazing. It looks Amazing. like a really funny and fun character to play. Can you like tell us more about it for yourself? Sure. Um, yeah, that was one of those ones that I think I went in and read for it. I think I was doing, I had done the pilot for Tacoma FD, which is a comedy that I'm doing now. I had a mustache for that. And I went in to read for this guy and, you know, he's British and it's, it's, uh, I didn't really know what you can read it, but I'm like, I don't know what they're, I was basically doing my best John Cleese imitation, you know, when I went and read for it. And then uh, it was great. Yeah. They love it. And then uh, I got it. And then I'm like, oh shit, now I have to actually do it, right? <laughs> do, do the role. Um, but it was great fun because it was my first uh, uh, time as a regular in, um, in, uh, uh, like a live, audi- uh, a live audience uh, uh, sitcom, right? Mm. Um, so that that whole process and everything was great and fun to be a part of it. And my my uh, my daughter, who was uh, it was, was two years ago, I guess, so she was probably seven or eight at the time. That was the first time where she was actually impressed with something I had done because she came <laughs> to the studio audience, right, and watched. You know, it's got that energy and everybody's laughing and applauding, you know, and all that sort of thing. So it was great, and it was a great bunch of people. It was fun and um uh just a great uh a great experience yeah yeah i wish we could have done more actually we just that lasted uh, one season oh so we can't expect another one damn it <laughs> no i know i know um they so, like, wait is that how um, too. <laughs> i know well i think they expected to, <laughs> to do more right i think they always yeah, yeah yeah um is that how uh so you guys have that there do you um what was I going to say? Oh yeah, Heartland. Is that is it Netflix or how do you watch Heartland in in Net- Australia? Netflix, yeah. It Unless Netflix, you can okay. find it elsewhere on the internet. Um, sure, sure. Unless that, you that's steal why, it. Like, I'm so used to seeing you in Heartland. Like I'm a huge Heartland fan, and big reason right. I interviewed most of the cast members. But also mm-hmm. that then I watched that show. Didn't know you were in it. Just saw it right. pop up on Netflix. I was like, yeah, this looks funny. And then I'm like, oh my god, right. that's Peter from <laughs> Heartland. <laughs> And then Amazing. That, he just doesn't sound the same. It was so right. funny. I think that's what made it even funnier because I'm like, he doesn't normally sound like that. Right, right, right. Amazing. <laughs> Amazing. Did you know we filmed this interview? Well, come on over to our YouTube channel, Rave It Up TV. You can subscribe for free. And here's a little secret. We like to reward our active subscribers with autographed photos and merchandise, no matter where you are in the world. So don't forget to give us a thumbs up while you're there and get busy sharing the videos with your friends. Do you have something to say or sell and wanting to launch an email marketing campaign to engage your customers? Constant Contact can help you. They have all the tools you need to market your ideas and they make it quick, easy and affordable to build a professional brand online, attract customers and sell more products, helping you achieve real results. You can sign up now for free to try it out. 
go to our website, raveituptv.com, and click on the constant contact ad on our right sidebar. It'll take you straight there. What have you got to lose? And this is also interesting for your acting career too, because you did mention uh, Tacoma FD that you're in right now, and you're playing Mm -hmm. multiple roles as your twin brother too. Is that difficult to do? You know, do you ever screw up and go, wait a minute, I'm supposed to be the other character now? (laughs) Yeah, right. Well, be careful what you wish for, right? I mean, (laughs) in the first season, we were joking around about it. I said, yeah, I should play my own twin. We should do that. uh, which is funny in theory. Uh, I think Famous it worked out. Famous last but, words. <laughs> it, right, right. Um, yeah, it, it was great. It was, um, it's tough because you don't have any more time, right? Like, you know, it's a, it's a half hour comedy. You have this many days to shoot it. When you're playing both roles, it's not, you know, you don't have extra time to sort of switch characters and then do the other side. And you really have to shoot everything more than twice because if there's someone else in the scene with you, you do it that way as this guy and then this way with whoever's there and then switch out. You have, you know, a stand in yeah. to the back of your head that you act with. Um, and you try to remember what you did on the other side because that show is tons of improv as well, too, right? So you sort of, uh, um, you're like, but this it was, you go with. <laughs> yeah, exactly. No, that's totally it. Uh, but it was crazy fun. I mean, you know, for the flashbacks, all those literally like we're gonna do the other one we're like uh get a funny wig uh put this on or what you know it's it happens that fast with this this stuff right um but it is so fun that's the most fun i've ever had at work those guys are great i can't say enough good things about them and you know i hope we do it i hope we do that show forever well the uh like with the directors and everything are they kind of kicking themselves for agreeing for you to play the twin brother then because it's like oh this would be so much easier if it was just someone else yeah right and then well, Gabe can just say his lines and someone else will already be there <laughs> doesn't have to right be yeah yeah I, i'll be yeah because there were moments when we were all going like what <laughs> were we thinking what did um, i agree to <laughs> right right yeah well it seems like lots of fun everyone go check it out if you haven't already <laughs> yes do it as you can probably guess, Gabe, we have a lot of Heartland fans listening today, so I guess we better talk okay. about that show as well. Yes, it's been a let's big part it. of your life since 2009 as Peter Morris. So let's Crazy. bring you back to the beginning now of that show. How did you come across Heartland? Was Peter a role that you automatically, you know, were interested in that you're like, I have to go for that? Oh boy, I hope you don't quiz me on Heartland stuff, especially from early on. <laughs> Um, I, okay, I, I'm not uh, going to. <laughs> you know what? I I do remember. I remember the first time the show came across my desk because a friend of mine, T W Peacock, was was directing it, and I'm actually um, uh, I'm working with him now. I'm I'm developing something with him now. Um, oh, cool. So we talked about it the other day. I remember I I went in for it and they offered it to me. And I was like, I don't know. I, th- I think it was the second season where I did a couple of episodes. Um, I just didn't know. I was like, I don't know. And going to Calgary and the show, I'm like, eh, I'm kind of doing this. And he was directing it. And he said, coming. What do you mean? You're gonna, it's going to be super fun. Come. It's like, you know, it's, a, it's on a ranch. Everybody's nice. And I said, yeah, okay, sure. I'll do it. And, uh, and that was, oof. Uh, I think the episode where, I meet Peter meets Lou and he spills the coffee on her and everything. And they kind of, uh, you know, there's, a, there's an attraction there and everything. Yes. Uh, <laughs> yes. <laughs> um, and that was it. it. I don't, I don't know that there was much to do after that. I think they had talked about maybe a couple of episodes. It was going to be a bit of an arc. Um, 
and I finished that season uh, of it. Maybe I did a couple of episodes. I can't remember. And, um, and that was it. And, uh, and then, you know, cut to 14 years later, still I'm still here, but, but, they, but it was never really talk about, um, that was going to be, you know, this character is going to be here for a long time off the top or whatever. It was really, to me, it was a couple of episodes gig on a show that I didn't know what it was and was, you know, um, and, uh, and then every season they went again, they'd call me and say, well, you know, are you interested? Cause we're going to do it again. I said, yeah, sure. If it works. And then, uh, they've been great. They've been great to me about doing other things and stuff and they're accommodating and everything else. And it's been, uh, it's been a joy. I honestly cannot believe that it's been, uh, that the show has been on for 15 seasons and that, uh, you know, I guess I've been on it for 13 yeah, it's crazy. And that it just turned into yeah. something so huge. Like, right? What is yeah. it? The the biggest one hour Canadian TV drama in history. That yeah, it's, longest it's running. Crazy. That's yeah. incredible. Yeah. And you're. And it was a slow burn. It kind of like snuck up on me. I don't. You know, it's something that you just keep doing, and then the more uh, you look at the the uh, numbers on it, or you know, people that love it so much and everything. I'm like, oh yeah, right. That's uh, and now it's, it's on uh, Netflix. It's everybody around the world can watch it now, which is fantastic. huge, right? Yeah. Obviously, yeah. I didn't watch it, you know, till a few years ago. But I'm guessing was it after the season one? It was already quite popular. I don't. I don't know. I, I honestly don't know. As you said, slow um, probably. Yeah, you know, and to live and die in Canadian television. What what things uh go and why they keep going and and why they're canceled is another podcast is yeah. another interview like, I think. um you know what i mean but uh, people you know uh, love shows like prince of peoria i'm like yeah that'll yeah. definitely be renewed nope all right we got the scoop today <laughs> yeah and it's really numbers sad. or it's who you know if there's an exec and they brought the show in and they left and it's someone else is like ah, I'm, I'm gonna make my own mark there's so many things that are out of our control you know it's so you just sort of, you know, keep at it. Well, that's the great thing about these interviews. Then the audience get to know what kind of happens a bit behind the scenes because a lot of them just don't mm. understand. They're like, why isn't it coming back? And, well, there wasn't enough numbers. Like, what's the point, you know? Otherwise, you just right. make money. <laughs> mm -hmm. Yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah. Well, I feel like it may be, you know, if they, if they did, it could be one of those, um, uh, uh, you know, it could be rescued by, like, Netflix or by whatever. You know, there's networks that, stop making the show because um it's not produced by netflix it's still produced by a you know cbc in canada and it's acquired by netflix right so yeah um well i think prince peoria was just netflix wasn't it prince of peoria was yeah yeah it was uh uh fully produced by yeah we shot it here in la and it was uh just produced by uh by netflix in the netflix studios netflix i think <laughs> I feel like they own every studio here now. It's crazy. Yep, that's true. <laughs> Netflix or, or Amazon. <laughs> yeah. Now, I have previously spoken to Michelle Morgan, who plays Lou on Heartland, about okay. the relationship between Lou and Peter. And no, I'm not going to ask you about whether they get back together because I've been doing the, you know, interviewing for 11 years now. I know that you're not going to tell us because that would ruin I'm it. I'm the one who will. I'll tell you. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> Damn it. <laughs> No, that'll ruin it. But Michelle and I kind of spoke about how much she loved that, you know, there was a healthy divorce displayed on TV. 
So, and, and having that storyline, a lot of viewers actually resonated with that and it kind of put comfort to them with, you know, if there's heaps of kids watching the show that maybe their parents have unfortunately divorced and it just makes them feel a little less alone. You, do you agree with that? You know, what's your take on that? Nice. Sure. I mean, stay together. <laughs> yeah, well, with, with what you just said, I think that's wonderful if that's you know, a scenario that, that unfolds and that's, you know, that can help somebody through something like that or some kids or something. I think, I think that's great. Um, yeah. Uh, it's a bit of a deep dive for me. I, I don't know that I've thought about it, to be honest. I mean, my, my personally, I sort of get the stuff and I, and I play it. Um, but I think that's great. Uh, honestly, what you just said, I'm, 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 I'm all for it. I, you know, I think the show does do that in general, you know what yeah, I mean? It's, it it's got that feel and it is that sort of thing. And I think I sort of realized that in the past, like five years or something, you know, of going like, what is like, what is it? Like, mm -hmm. why do people like it? And what is, and you know, it, it does have a certain thing. I think you touched on uh, probably a big part of it. You know, it's, it's, yeah. um, it's a comfort. It's a, it's a, um, to people, I suppose, which is what I'm hearing, you know what I mean? Yeah. 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 That's something I think I've heard a lot from either fans or, you know, you guys as well, that it does cover so many topics that are relatable, but it's still a show to kind of watch and escape from your own life as well. But I know yeah. big, big drama obviously recently was Graham Wardle leaving and, you know, mm -hmm. Ty being killed off that everyone was mm -hmm. like, no, why? Like he's our favorite character and all this. And it's like, well, actually right. this was the, probably the perfect thing, you know, that Graham wanted to leave and pursue other mm -hmm. things, but that they did cover, you know, well, well they, I guess they covered uh, Lou and Amy's mother passing away right at the beginning, but to mm -hmm. actually have some, you know, a relationship, you know, ending because of a death, that's something that hadn't been covered on the show before. And I think it's right. something that everybody goes through. We all go through unfortunate death in life. And it's been such a sure. great thing that they've showcased on TV, in my opinion, anyway. Mm -hmm. yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 Even though everybody misses him. <laughs> <laughs> Did you know Rave It Up Now has a private Facebook group where we give away regular prizes and you get to have a sneak peek at what we're up to? You'll get to see some fun behind the scenes action and can be part of the interview process yourself, just like a real journalist. So come join us and share your passion for entertainment with all of our other fans. Just search Rave It Up Community on Facebook and we look forward to getting to know you. Hey guys, it's RJ May from Breaking Bad. It's Adam Stavani from Step Up. Bryce Johnson from Pretty Little Liars. It's Rob Mills. Todd McKenney with Lauren Yates on Rave It Up. These celebrities are sharing a message of hope and inspiring the younger generation in our new book, Knowing What I Know Now. This is filled with 70 quotes from your favourite celebrities on what they would tell their 14-year-old selves. A book filled with amazing advice to help you chase your dreams or help you deal with bullying or depression. It is available worldwide as a paperback or ebook version. Go to raveituptv.com to buy your copy now. There is even an audiobook version coming very soon. Now, I do have some fan questions here, Gabe, that I put up on social media recently that, you know, some fans wanted to know the answer to. Um, most okay. of them are on Instagram, which is great. I'm sorry if I pronounce any of these names wrong, guys. But um, Emily Dugung 99 on Instagram wants to know, do you and Peter have anything in common? Uh, we both travel a lot. <laughs> <laughs> Good answer. I have a daughter. I have a daughter who's... Uh, a similar age 
that's probably it. Yep. No, not much at yep. all. You're a totally different person. <laughs> Shows how great an actor you are. <laughs> and Amber Marshall fan underscore on Instagram wants to know, how's it going Ooh. back and forth from the drama of Heartland to the comedy of Tacoma PD? Huh. That's oh, a good question. A question. Um, uh, it's it's great. I mean, it's I think it's a it's a, a gift as an actor to be able to do both of them. You know, to be honest, it's it, it you know it really is. Um, so I would say it's it's great. It's it's not uh, really tough because it's not like I don't do Tacoma and then fly right out uh, to Canada and do heartland you know like i there's there's big times in between and everything so you sort of prep and you know you're ready for this show or or you're in the mindset for mm. uh you know for the uh for the comedy they're both different and um you know i love them both very much i i would if i'm completely honest i'm a little partial to comedy i i love it yeah but it's um like a lot of fun and that's what i guess keeps your job fun right yeah yeah, yeah. exactly <laughs> I guess the drama kind of stretches that uh, acting muscle a little bit, but then the comedy just is the fun part. Mm -hmm. <laughs> You're like, right, this right. Work. right. Yeah. Never have to work right, a day in your right. life, right? That's what they say. <laughs> right. And uh, Molly Suum on in, uh, Instagram wants to know, what is your favorite Hallmark movie that you've been in? Um, I've done a few of those. I, uh, <laughs> I want to try to remember the name of it uh it's like christmas song it was christmas at cartwright's christmas list yeah it was the one where i played like uh you know uh, one of santa's like uh elves like he was a human elf and he has to come and and get reindeer from from, from her house to save christmas and he flies back to the north pole oh my god what was it called uh, come back to you later <laughs> I can't remember. Right at the um, end when we say bye. Oh, yes, I remember the movie now. <laughs> right, right. They kind of bleed into each other a little bit. Oh, um, yeah. yeah. But they're beautiful, uh, what do they call it? Like heartwarming, feel-good movies. That's what we love yes. about them. Yeah. Absolutely. Now, I've, I've had a couple of fans on Instagram, you know, in particular like DK Bird, uh, sorry, TK Bird 98 and Bryson and Dot Bonnie. Uh, wanting to know how your father is going and will he ever be able to act again? Really sorry to hear about uh, what happened, by the way. Yeah, sure. Um, yeah, he's doing all right. He's, um, um, yeah, I appreciate you asking. Uh, he's doing okay. Uh, he may act again. I don't out, know. So. Yeah, if uh, if uh, if something's the right fit, he may, uh, he may just do it. He hey, may just yeah. be hanging up the old... Uh, <laughs> the old dance shoes i think but um well he's had a good uh, career so yeah hasn't yeah. he sure has yeah yeah, yeah. thanks just... uh, but i appreciate those guys uh tk and uh y'all asking about him but uh he's doing well yeah yeah well just i guess it depends on how his rehabilitation goes really that's it? right yeah that's right yeah now, even though you've already achieved so much in your career, Gabe, what else can we expect from you in the future? I do see on the side of acting, you know, you also are a musician in a few bands, even one with your wife. And where are we at as well, you know, with maybe writing and directing your own project one day? You said something was in the pipeline, so. Yeah, 
Yeah, yeah. I've got a couple of things in in uh, in development right now. Uh, we haven't played music in quite a while, um, but yeah, I did. I had some bands. I had a band with had a band with my wife, and um, uh, and that was that was great fun. Um, yeah, I am adapting a book um, with my partner uh, T.W., who we um, we were talking about earlier, who actually. Um, uh, talked me into doing Heartland 13 years ago. Um, uh, Definitely got to thank him. <laughs> right. Yes, I will. Um, yeah. So we're, uh, yeah, we're doing that, you know, lots of uh, fires in the fire, so to speak. And um, we'll probably do some more Tacoma FD, which is great. And, um, and uh, I just came back from uh, Canada from, from Calgary, like, I guess a week ago doing more heartland so cool. everybody will be happy to hear that yes <laughs> <He's back>. <laughs> <laughs> i know i heaps of people are asking that too and i'm like well i'm sure it will come up anyway <laughs> <laughs> we'll just have to keep updated i guess on your uh, instagram and see what the updates are i know i have to update that i gotta post stuff every show i do they're like why are i'm like right yes very good <laughs> the fans want to know <laughs> <laughs> And what advice would you give to our audience who might want to follow their dreams of becoming an actor? I think, you know, I used to just say, uh, you know, train, mm. you know, go to school, train, you know, if you're in, in, if you're in school, if you're in high school or something, you know, try to get involved in the drama program or do some plays or, uh, you know, now I, I feel like, you know, also shoot stuff like, if you have an idea for a movie and you and your friends want to do something, use your iPhone, do whatever, write your script, shoot it, put it on YouTube, show it around, you know, whatever, uh, you know, facet you want to be involved in, in the, in the industry. I think you can, it's available to you. You can go and do it and you can put it up on a platform and somebody can watch it. You know, you can create, you can do all these sort of, these sort of things. And if it's acting specifically, you could start there as well. And um, there's still a lot of great schools and a lot of, you know, um, and if you get out there and start auditioning, you know, put your helmet on because it's, it's, <laughs> it is a life of, uh, there's some pretty harsh stuff, uh, to go through, but maybe not, maybe, you know, when you walk through the door the first time and you land a big gig and you're off to the races, it's, um, but, uh, you know, have fun, be confident, go and get it and do it, do it right now. That's my mm, advice. Definitely. <laughs> and that is the great thing about, with technology these days, you can create your own stuff. You know, iPhones are just amazing yeah. now. Great quality. Just shoot something and right. put it up on, on the internet. You never know Absolutely. what will happen. So thank yeah. you. I appreciate that advice. In this day and age, we're surrounded by technology and electricity all the time. Like our phones and laptops, phone and radio towers, Wi-Fi, electric power lines, and the appliances in our home. Do you know that these could be damaging your health because of the electromagnetic radiation coming off them? When I found Orgone Effects though and bought their products, I immediately noticed a difference. I started sleeping better and was even calmer and not always high in adrenaline. Orgone Effects has over 20 years experience in developing products to neutralize the harmful effects of EMRs. I have six of their products myself now and I could not recommend them highly enough. These products last a lifetime too, so you only have to buy them once. Go check out their website, orgoneffectsaustralia.com.au. That is O-R-G-O-N-E effectsaustralia.com.au. 
and type in the coupon code RAVEITUP at checkout. I think it's time for a game. What do you think, Gabe? Okay. <laughs> now, with our game, it's called the two-minute hot seat. It's very legendary here on Rave It Up. And oh, what happens is I ask you various questions and you just have to pick your preference. So it's like dogs or cats, singing or dancing. And you have to answer as many questions in two minutes as possible. And then we will see, we'll see where you sit on the leaderboard up against everyone else that's played the game on the show. So we can... It's multiple, it's, it's multiple choice? Um, yeah, so it will just be it will just be two things. You just pick your preference. So it's like dogs oh or God. cats. Do you prefer dogs or cats? Yeah, easy. <laughs> easy. I'll win. And hopefully, <laughs> yeah, let's try to beat some of your co-stars. Um, I only just, um, I used to play this ages ago. As I said, I've been doing this for like 10, 11 years. And then the okay. interviews just kind of took over. And people were like, where'd the game go? So I started it again <laughs> last year. So I've had Graham Wardle play it and Chris Potter. So hopefully you can beat them. Graham answered no 51 questions and Chris answered 30. So Woo. hopefully you can beat one of them. That would be awesome. <laughs> wow. The pressure's on. Okay. The pressure is on. Are you ready? <laughs> Let me get my I'm ready. watch out. Okay. It's a great way for all the fans to get to know you better as well. So Awesome. And everyone loves the competitive element too. <laughs> <laughs> all right. You ready, Gabe? I'm ready. Okay. Three, two, one. Facebook or Instagram? Instagram. iPhone or Samsung? iPhone. Apple or Android? Apple. Rap or rock music? Rock. Rock or pop? Rock. Pop or country? Mm, country. Beach or mountains? Mountains. Beach or pool? Beach. Sun or rain? Sun. Skiing or snowboarding? Snowboarding. Comedy or action? Comedy. Blondes or brunettes? Brunettes. Sweet or salty? Salty. Sunglasses or hat? Hat. SUV or convertible? SUV. Mac or PC? Mac. PlayStation or Wii? PlayStation. Clean or messy? Clean. Singing or dancing? Singing. Dogs or cats? Dogs. Italian or Chinese food? Italian. Summer or winter? Summer. Kim Kardashian or Scarlett Johansson? Scarlett Johansson. Johnny Depp or Will Smith? Johnny Depp. Mall or online shopping? Uh, mall. Cinema or home movie? Cinema. Ice cream or gelato? Ice cream. Cake or cookies? Cookies. Cookies or cookie dough? Uh, cookie dough. Family or friends? Family. Christmas or your birthday? Christmas. Night or day? Day. Bus or train? Train. Straight or curly hair? Straight. Eye color blue or brown? Brown. Vampire or werewolf? Werewolf. Texting or calling? Texting. Los Angeles or New York? <laughs> <laughs> Los Angeles. Friday or Saturday? Saturday. TV or movies? TV. Coffee or tea? Coffee. Snow or surf? Surf. Harry Potter or Twilight? Harry Potter. Family Guy or The Simpsons? Oh, The Simpsons. <laughs> McDonald's or Burger King? Burger King. French fries or chips? French fries. Burger Same or thing. hot dog? <laughs> Burger. <laughs> guitar or drums? Uh, guitar. Leather or denim? Denim. And we're out of time. Woo! Wow, Woo! awesome. <gasps> 
How many questions uh, do you think you answered in that time? I hope it's not some sort of psychological test. And then later you say, <laughs> <laughs> so this is what it really like means. <laughs> <laughs> How many? Oh my God. Uh, I have no idea. I have no idea. Do you think you beat Graham and Chris? Yes. I think I beat other? Chris. I think I beat Chris. I don't know if I beat Graham. I don't know. All right. Well, as I said, Graham answered 51 questions. So you have answered, moment of truth, 49 questions. Come on. So you, yeah, like two more questions, you would have beat Graham. <laughs> but you beat Lauren, Chris. You didn't, you didn't ask them fast enough. <laughs> <laughs> Amazing. Chris only answered 30. So you beat him. And you are sitting, <laughs> let me have a look, number 40 on the Rave It Up leaderboard. Wow. You actually beat one of the guys from the TV show SWAT just by one question. <laughs> well, you see, and they're supposed to be quick, right? Like he's got to have a hair trigger. Um, who's your absolute all-time leader on that uh, thing? On the leaderboard, 101 questions, but it was her second time playing and it was in person. And I don't really think she was giving her honest answers anymore. I think it was just, I got to get, I got to get the top of the leaderboard. <laughs> right, right. Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah. So it's a, it's a lot of fun, isn't it? <laughs> Amazing. Yeah, well done. Well, I'm, I'm glad you had fun. Just have to come on the show again and, and try to beat your old score. <laughs> I'll be ready. I'll be ready next time. You know what to expect. <laughs> Now, we're unfortunately getting to the end of the interview, Gabe, but as mm -hmm. a closing statement, and was probably the most important question, knowing what you know now, what would you tell your 14-year-old self? Hmm. Oh, probably just like, relax. Everything's fine. <laughs> a lot of people say that. <laughs> Everything's going to work out. You know, I think that's such a, yeah. You stress a yeah, lot around I, that age, don't you? That's it. Right. Yeah. Like, absolutely. What am I going to do after yeah. school? And <laughs> right. Right. What did that person say when they said that to me? <laughs> <laughs> and if the listeners want to contact you or find out what you're up to in the future, where should they go? Where should we follow you? Yeah, sure. Uh, all of my handles are Hogan Film. That's um, so easy. <laughs> yeah. Instagram, Twitter. Everything. Um, yeah everything and go check him out on all the tv shows you, you kind of yes. you're on several of those uh tv shows on uh, netflix so slowly taking over <laughs> that's right that's right it's all part of the plan exactly <laughs> <laughs> and thank you so much for coming on our show today gabe i really appreciate your time i know you're really busy <laughs> absolutely it was fun it was great did you only just get back because you're like a lot of stuff to do on the home front <laughs> Yes. Yes, I did. I just got back a couple of days ago. Yeah. Yeah. Like, and now oh my, my wife goodness, is the lawn needs mowing. Yeah, she's, and... <laughs> yeah. She's also in the business and she's going east to do a show. So I'm back, you know, with the kids and, and everything. everything. And yeah, well, I appreciate you great, taking the time but, then. Yeah. <laughs> Absolutely. Well, the kids no, are great. Quiet, so didn't even a know. lot of fun. <laughs> yeah. Right. <laughs> Well, we'd love to have you on again in the future. So if you want to come on again and chat about anything, you're very much welcome to. Oh, amazing. Yeah. Do you have any plans to hopefully in the future when COVID's kind of cleared up a little bit more, plans to come to Australia? Yeah. Well, I, you know, I have friends there and I, I keep, um, I keep, uh, we keep, keep threatening to, to get together. It's far. It, it is. It far. is. <laughs> I know it is. <laughs> I would love, love, love 
uh, to get out there, though. Absolutely. Fantastic. Yeah. Well, let's keep in contact. Yeah. If it ever happens, let me know. We'll do a chat in I will person. do. 100%. 100%. Fantastic. Can't wait. I know all the fans <laughs> were asking that, too. All the fans in Australia, they're like, is he coming eventually? <laughs> <laughs> Amazing. There you go. Amazing. I ask, guys. <laughs> Thank you for listening. If you want to be the first to get every new episode, remember to subscribe to this podcast for free. Just search for Rave It Up on Apple Podcasts and Spotify and share it with your friends and tell us what you love the most and even let us know what you want to hear on this podcast. You can even check out the videos of our interviews on our YouTube channel, Rave It Up TV. And for more, visit our website, raveituptv.com. Now, before I leave you today, I just want you to remember that you are loved and you are beautiful. Bye.